Good. Well, that's intro this episode. Welcome to another riveting episode of Raising the Bar. You are joined by me, Jason. And me, Aaron, who's currently eating a biscuit. Sorry about that. Oh, yeah, sorry. He's eating a dead fly biscuit at the moment. He's mm. enjoying himself. No, I'm good. He's getting himself ready because this week it is Jason's Choice. Exactly, which is everyone's looking forward to, apart from me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see after the episode drops. We'll see what happens. But this week's episode is actually based on um, another podcast that I listen to. You won't know him, but there's an actor and comedian called Brett Goldstein. All right. Um, he's from Ted Lasso. You haven't seen it. It's hilarious. He's I've never watched it. it. I should watch Ted he Lasso. He plays Roy Kent. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> What's his name? He's Roy Kent. Roy fucking Kent. No, no. <laughs> That's the best impression I can do of him. But basically, he's got a podcast and he asks these sorts of questions. And I thought, oh, I could do this, but I can just tailor it towards what I would ask. So I thought, you know what? I will do that. And to be fair, I couldn't think of loads of questions. So I just wrote down a load of rubbish. And I thought, oh, I'll ask Aaron some of this stuff and we'll make a podcast out of it. Here we go. So here we go. So this is going to be like an everyone learning about me episode. It is. And my lack of knowledge about film. Oh, it's fine. To bring it back, I will also answer. But it will mainly be similar to our little Aaron Learns thing. It will be getting to know Aaron and his side of film. Yeah, I know. It's all about getting to know me. Exactly. Loads about me. I'm not an open book. Oh, exactly. Well, don't worry, Aaron. It won't just be you. It's not all about you. <laughs> exactly. It will be me here as well. But it is based on my questions, and Aaron has only he only knows one of them, and it's because I was going through I was going through them, and I asked him one of them. You did, and he yes. Thought, oh, that sounds good. This was the other day, and that's what so. I based on my um, swatting up before I came into there the episode. Go. On well, I thought I didn't want to leave him too too. Um, not in the know because right. there'll be a there'll be. A, I'll warn you, there's going to be a lot of ums and ums from both of us. Well, today. did you know those in the know know screw fix? According oh, to the yeah. advert, of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by no, it's not, it's not, it's no. not. <laughs> it could be sponsored by Paddy Power because we did that for betting odds earlier. So, sponsored by Paddy Power for the earlier. Oh, episode. no, we won't go for those today. We will go for sponsored by Cineworld. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, there we go. Are this they still in business? Fun. Yeah, we'll keep them in business. For <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're. To jump straight into it, then I've written down a load of questions. And oh my god, loads of questions! Yeah, there's a whole page worth. I just Jesus. I jumbled down what I could think of. Basically, I based it off of Brett Goldstein's podcast, but in reality, I just based it off of it and just wrote whatever I thought would be good film questions. So yeah, let's see how we go with this. Wait till we get to the next one. I just made you do a best eleven. It took two minutes. Exactly. Well, <laughs> Going to be a bit long this one. Well, let's go for an, a sort of easy one, but not a nostalgic one. So question. Question one was, what was the first film you remember seeing? The first film I remember This can be at the cinema or at home, by the way, all around. Um, I can't remember seeing one at the cinema when I was a youth. Um, but the first film I remember seeing was probably at home with mum and dad. And um, you know, it was probably a James Bond film. I think, yeah. I think actually, the first, <laughs> even though we're probably about six, the first one I remember watching is Goldeneye. <laughs> really? Yeah, well... Yeah, I don't really remember because I guess now, well now what, I'm 33, so it's difficult for me to remember certain periods of my life before a certain age because things sort of get deleted. So, you know, as a child, I'm sure we watched like The Lion King and we watched like, um, you know, I know it's a few other girls, but you know, we probably watched Cinderella and put it Beauty and the Beast, but I just can't remember watching them because it was so long ago. Like, you know, if so you always have that sort of one memory of that, like, oh, this is the earliest film you've seen. But in reality, you probably went to see or got taken to cinema a lot by mum and dad. Or we saw so many films on the TV, but yeah. you just don't remember it. You, you know, the, other, the only other film I can think of before Goldeneye I can remember watching. So we're probably about eight when we watched Goldeneye. But the mm-hmm. only other film I can remember before that, funny enough, is The Jungle Book. 
Hmm. That's probably the earliest. That's probably when I think about it, the earliest memory of a film I can remember watching. Because hmm. there were no. We watched lots of kids' shows. Like we watched Stingray and we watched Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds and, Scarlet, and all it. that. But they obviously weren't films, they were TV shows. So yeah. I can vaguely remember watching them, but film, I'll say the earliest film I remember watching is probably The Jungle Book, now I think about it. Interesting. Yeah, it's probably the earliest one I could remember, you know, thinking back at this age now. See, I remember mum took me, it's a hilarious one, when I was a kid to go and see the Pokemon film. <laughs> Pikachu's Holiday. Yeah, and it was like, I remember it was when um, I think Pikachu got killed and I apparently mum was like, oh, you were crying and I was just falling asleep. <laughs> Something nah, like, I was <laughs> crying, really? That's basically what it's going to be with me and Ramona. I'm going to take her to see some stupid kids film and I'm going to be there like, oh, no, no, actually, I'm going to be really engrossed in it and be like, oh my God, this is so cool. And she'll be like, dad, stop embarrassing me. Exactly. But um, in reality, there was that. I remember going to see the Pokemon film, the first Bond film I remember seeing on the TV because I remember this. Now, I don't know how I always remember this. I always remember seeing Thunderball. Oh, really? First Bond film I watched was on the TV, and I remember it because for some weird reason, I remember they turned it over onto it, and it was the bit where he's infiltrating Largo's lair <laughs> on the, in Palmyra. You let him get the better of Oh, after that. <laughs> it's when he's sneaking around, and he, you, the bit where he's um, sneaking around, and he gets um, thrown into the shark tank, and he's like, oh, sitting yeah. there, and the shark goes past him. Yeah, I remember, like, yeah. Oh, I've been thinking it was awesome. My dear, was, my dear Domino. How do you know my friends call me Domino? Yeah, it's on it. the bracelet on your ankle. What beady little eyes you have. <laughs> to get to my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that was close. You know, I said to you, I watched a bomb film yesterday. Mm. That was nearly the one I watched. Yeah, Thunderball is, I mean, God. I had it out. Some people don't like out. Thunderball, but Thunderball is one of my favourites. I had the disc out because I was going to watch it, and I put it back for Tomorrow Never Dies. <laughs> But I was going to watch Thunderball. I was close to watching it. Well, seeing as we're on the topic of James Bond, because I did have to put... only Sorry, Rachel. I know you love James Bond so much, so I didn't include you in this one. Um, I did put two James Bond questions in there, but I'll get to the first one now. Um, who is the most underrated actor of James Bond, in your opinion? Underrated actor of James Bond, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. Because he was very good, but he never really got much talk because he did two and then that was kind of it. Yeah. And no one really... Like, people talk about Roger Moore, they talk about Sean Connery, they talk about Pierce Brosnan, and they all nowadays talk about Daniel Craig and say he's the best Bond ever. Not my own opinion, I don't think he is, but he is very good. Um, but I think Timothy Dalton was very underrated. That's a good um, choice. Though, uh, if it wasn't him, I'd probably also say Roger Moore, but I would actually more so say Timothy Dalton. See, I'm sort of on your level but other way around I think Roger Moore because I think that people forget now people look back on the Roger Moore era and just think oh he's campy but I think Roger Moore just brought his own unique twist to the franchise yes. and I think I admire so much what he which did which made it a lot better yeah like, he's not my favourite Bond but he's my most underrated by far I think I do agree with you on Dalton though I think Dalton was way ahead of his time but I think that since the Daniel Craig films, he, people look on his films a lot more better retrospectively. Yeah. Whereas Roger Moore was... the violin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was on the other day. I was it? it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think Roger Moore's ones, people always look back and they think, oh, he's so campy and so spoofy. Whereas I, I, I really admire it. I, I love he's his He's my favourite James Bond. He's so that. much fun as well. He's my favourite James Bond for that. Yeah. Sheer magnetism, darling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or the best line ever is in The Spy Who Loved Me. But James, I need you. So, so does England. England. Like, <laughs> or keeping the British end up. So he just—he's just so good at one-liners. <laughs> he loves it. He loves all the one-liners. Yeah. Q, have I ever let you down? <laughs> Frequently. 
He's so good. And then when he goes to the ship on the spy who loved me with the woman, I forget her name, Carla, and he just is admiring her the whole time. And the other woman, um, a massive, is just looking like, what are you doing? Looking at her. <laughs> I forget her name. I think her name's Carla. Or um, Naomi. Naomi, not Carla. Yeah. yeah, Naomi. That's it. Hello, Naomi. And he's just like, oh, hello. <laughs> what a magnificent figure. Oh, sorry, I thought he says. I forgot That's what he it. says now. Yeah, she's just looking at him like, what are you looking at? As if, like, like most women, like if I was looking at a woman the way he looked at her, I'm sure so would give me a swift slap. <laughs> or she would join you on an adventure in like The Spy Who Loved Me and you'd end up I can saving the world. you that would not happen <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean Soph would be the Aaron would be the damsel to Soph but you know it's <laughs> exactly well, stop to, being a girl <laughs> well don't worry we will move away from James Bond briefly because the next question is what film makes you cry cry yeah or uh, makes you tear up um yeah what film makes me cry or makes me upset not really... necessarily upset, but would make you tear, whether it's happy or sad. A film that gets you emotional. Oh, um, God, well, films, I couldn't tell you one because I don't really know. Sorry to be a bad answer. Oh, that's but fine. films that are usually, because I am um, sort of one of these people who has a, takes a big interest in kind of slavery and black history, when you see films where there is a lot, I mean, a lot of slavery where people are getting like... Um, lashed and beaten. Twelve years a slave. Yeah. yeah, films like that. That film made me very sad. I think that probably was one that made me. Too. You know, actually, I, I know a film that made me very upset. Mm. The Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, that film probably makes me most upset. When I think back to it, that film made me very sad. It's one of because, his best, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's also because in the film it was his actual son. So mm. it must have been sad for him. Obviously, I know it's not real, but well, it is real. But like when mm. he was doing it, obviously it's a film. But you know, to do it with your own son, you know how the actual man must have felt with his son going around with those scanners and not knowing having where he's going to be sleeping the next day. Yeah. And that film was very, very sad. And Will Smith acted it very well. Um, but yeah, I think probably the Pursuit of Happiness is probably the film I would say mm, when I think nice. about it. That or Twelve Years a Slave. Yeah, I mean, I completely relate to that as well. But my ones are slightly, my ones slightly recency bias. More because I could slightly relate to it in terms of being a dad. And there's a new film on Netflix with Kevin Hart called Fatherhood. Oh, yeah. People, I know it's not been rated well, but I think I had this fear when Rachel was pregnant that what would happen if something happened to Rachel and I was left on my own with the baby. And this is like, in this film, Kevin Hart's um, other half, she gives birth and then I think 48 hours later or something like that, she dies of oh, really? a rare blood clot. And wow. basically the film is him raising his daughter on his own. Okay. And you see, I think she it's up to her when she's like six or something like that. But I sort of, it made both of us really emotional because you sort of see, it's Kevin Hart, but not Kevin Hart how you think. Yeah. I think Kevin Hart plays himself in every film. Every film you he watch does. him in, he's just Kevin Hart. I watched a film called Me Time recently and he just yeah. played himself. He's just himself. But this one, I thought a really good, nice performance. And even though it was more lighthearted than I thought it would be, which was quite nice, there are parts in it which get you really emotional, especially when there are plot beats, when she's getting older and there's lots of... Clan yeah, it's, I'd say that was a film that got me emotional. Wow. I've not seen that. I have to watch that. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, see me inside. Definitely recommend. Yeah. yeah, we'll have to watch that one. And that's the thing. Even for people who may not like those sort of dramas, and people, it wasn't rated highly on Letterbox. But personally, I really enjoyed it. Mm, okay, really liked yeah. it. You have to watch that. Well, to go on a probably more of a upbeat note, um, what film do you think needs a remake? Oh, that is why I knew it was coming because oh. you told me. 
yeah. so this is the only, and you know what I've got a couple actually because I um, would say because I actually made notes on this mm. um, either I would say Catch Me If You Can because mm. it's a really good film brilliant film with Leonardo DiCaprio and people probably of a younger generation now don't know it exists so if they did a remake of it yeah. I wonder if they could go one to two ways it could be really good or terrible because yeah. the original's so good so either that or there's a film that I watched not long ago called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, and that Tarantino. film, yeah, Tarantino film was good, but I think it could have been redone better. Yeah, I think it could have been done better, in my opinion. Not that I am anywhere near, you know, an actor, but um, in my opinion, it could have been done better. The other one I wrote down, but I think if they remade it, it'll be terrible. Is Beverly Hills Cop because I love yeah. those films. But I think if they remade it, it'll be awful. I love the first two. Yeah, so do the I. The first two. I mean, I don't actually know which one I prefer out of the first Nor two. Nor do I, because they're both good. They're both really I think good. It, you could remake the third one. Just yeah, do it all the again. The third one was shit. I'm not going to It was. So you could do it all again. Apart from the beginning where the boss dies. Yeah. Yeah, Todd, yeah, yeah. Spectre T. You want a coffee break? Go get, get that son, son of a bitch. bitch. Yeah, that's I don't it. know how I remember that line. Yeah, Jesus you want Christ. a coffee break? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, that's the only interesting bit of um, of the films because that's the only good bit of that film. The rest of it's just awful. Yeah. It's just sort of like slapstick comedy. is just awful. Um, but it's, yeah, it's not good. But, you know, I'd remake that film because I could re- we think Jason and I could redo it as significantly better even mm. if I was doing the acting and I can't act. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I think we could do it significantly better than that. Um, but yeah, probably one of those three films, I would say. I mean, good choices, to be fair. I think for me, it's a hard one. I did have to think about this, and I was thinking, well, if I had to go back in like quite far back, what would I remake? Um, it is a hard one. But if I had to go for something... I personally would do this, just because I wasn't a massive fan of the TV series they did recently, I would do the Ipcris file. Oh, yeah. The one with Michael Caine, spy thriller. Yeah, yeah. They did the TV series with Joe Cole. Yeah. Um, well, and <laughs> Can you imagine him as a footage guy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Oh, mate. No. My name's Harry Palmer. No. Well, to be fair, he does talk like that. <laughs> but, he? Yeah, he does. But, um, yeah, it's a really good espionage thriller. And I love myself an old school brainwashing film as well. So it's really cool. You're looking at killers, then. Exactly. And I felt like the original was really good. I haven't seen any of the sequels, but they did a TV series of it. And I just thought the TV series was okay, but I would have, li- I would have liked to have seen better. It was okay. It wasn't bad, but it made me think I'd love to have seen a straight up remake because they alter the, fit, the TV series really. But I would have loved to have seen a straight up remake. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. Interesting. The Inquist file. Yeah. Another, th- another thing I never watched. Yeah, I'd recommend it. As well as the Gangs of London. Which as well is, as Gangs which is of very London. Good. I need to yeah. start watching that. But I Joe heard, Cole's also in that as well. But I heard that the first episode was an hour and 40 minutes. It is, yeah, but it's yeah, worth it's it. It's meant to it's like a film. Yeah, it'll be worth it. Trust me. on drugs, bruv. I you can't you will so love it, long. trust me. But it is meant to be very good, so I'm going to have to put the time in to exactly. watch it. You've got to put this time in. You've got I'm to, put have to it do it over time. three sittings. Yeah, no, it's going to be. no Gangs of London, you have to do it in like 20 sittings. No, yeah, I know, but the first episode I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm not even talking about the rest. Now, I'm, going to, I'm going to need to start watching it because everyone at my work is raving about it yeah, as good. of you you've told me how good it is and I it's feel very like I need cinema- to watch it. it's very cinematic so how long are the episodes after the hour and 40 minute first one yeah maybe well, I remember like an hour oh, oh Jesus normal TV what an hour that's just oh, so long jeez people this guy yeah. just, this guy, it's just man. so long jeez. for an episode Jesus Christ <laughs> but I'll have to put the timings apparently it's very good there you go well the next <laughs> question well the next question 
Um, I think this is one from his podcast. Which film did you love when you were younger, but not so much a fan of now? Ooh, good one. Love when I was younger, but so, not so much of a yeah. fan of now. I can give you mine if you like. Go on then. Yeah, you give me yours, and it will give, might give me some motivation. Well, one... I'll give you an honourable mention because you mentioned it just now. Beverly Hills Cop 3. When we were young, I think it's because we were younger, younger and we watched it. You love it. But then you grow up and you're like, actually, this film's shit. <laughs> but one that I would say is a big example, very controversial, Anchorman. That's a good shout, actually. I wouldn't say I dislike it now, but when I was younger, I thought it was that's the true. funniest thing I've ever that seen. True. I thought it was hilarious. And that's giving me motivation for the one yeah. I would choose. And well. now I'm sort of like... It's okay, but it's not hella, like Will Ferrell. His acting is quite annoying. It's very yeah. like he just shouts in the screen, and you're like, when you're younger, it's funny. I'm blind. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny, and like the fight, the fight scene. I still stand still up as that is hilarious. Yeah, but nowadays, if I watched it again now, I haven't watched it for a few years, but I just think it's okay. It's not great. It's just an okay comedy film. That but nothing a, amazing. That's a good one because that's. It's a good Anchorman is a good shout because I do think you're right. It's when I was like I don't know 16, I thought it was absolutely hilarious and it was like the funniest thing I'd ever seen. But now when I watch it again, I think hmm, it's just all right. Like you know, would I go head over here to watch it again? Maybe not. But it does give me motivation for what I would probably answer mm. because I'd probably said a Hangover. Yeah, because that's because you give me the you've sort of got my flip, the, the juices working. There you go. Because this yeah, thing yeah, actually they're going now, they're going. exactly. So um, <laughs> yeah, I'd probably said a Hangover because it's a good film and I enjoyed it immensely when it came out. But if I watched it again now, I'd think this is just stupid. Yeah, though I did still enjoy it, um, and I think I'd still think it's alright if I watched it now. But it's I think Anchorman is a very good shout. I know what that you mean. and the second mm. one would be the same. I think comedy films are very much like they're of their time, aren't they? Like they're very much speaking of when they were made. And when you get older, you start to realise things about them that are like, hmm, are they actually that funny? Like, I, so I know, yeah, it's an interesting one. Yeah. If I looked, I could probably, if I'd have done, if I knew it was coming, which obviously I didn't, then um, I probably would have looked it up because I probably there's probably a lot of films I would have enjoyed when I was younger that I probably don't enjoy as much now if I watched them again. It's mm. like, you know, films... I'll tell you another film, even though I always remember it for one hilarious bit, is Scary Movie is the same. Yeah, yeah. Scary Movie, when I watched them when I was like 14, 15, 16, I thought they were hilarious. If I watch one now, I'll be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be like, no way am I watching this again. So, yeah, that's when I... I bet if I, if I went now and looked in my DVD collection, because obviously I still have some DVDs, I bet I would look in there and I'd find about five. Oh, and another one is probably Under Siege 2, because it's... Yeah. Another shit one. <laughs> Another one where the first Under Siege was really good. And because that was really good, when you're younger and you're watching these action films, you say, like, oh, Under Siege 2, oh, it's him back again. It's so cool. But when you watch it again, you're just oh. like, no, nah, this was terrible. I was mixing them up. I was mixing Under Siege up with Speed. Oh, I, I was see, mixing yeah. them up with Speed 2 Cruise Control. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 Which is, I mean, I say that because the other day I watched a TV show. It was a game show. Um, a bit like, I think it was actually, um, it, I think it was The Chase. Other game, game shows are available. Um, it was either The Chase or it was um, Tipping Point. And one of them were talking about it and it said about Speed 2 Cruise Control. So bad. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so Just bad. the same concept on a boat. Like, how's that? You know, I, mean, I can't do even remember it. I can't it, even remember I it. I don't, because I only watched it once, and I just thought, this is terrible. Yeah. I mean, how do you do it? Like, oh, how do you do speed on I a mean, boat? I mean, Tom Cruise was so young in the first one, but he is Tom young. Cruise? Not Tom Cruise, not what I meant. 
No, I'm just tell me. Oh, it's Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, what I meant. Yeah, he's in it. Just tell There's me. There's a bomb on his bus. That's what I meant, not Tom Cruise. <laughs> but Sandy Bullock's in it. Sandy. Oh, yeah. Is she oh, in I the second it. one? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, she How did they make her. her be in the second one? Probably, I don't know. Probably money. They probably said to her... But how did they make her character be in it? What was she doing on a boat all of a sudden? She's all of a sudden just on a boat with a new boyfriend and then Willem Dafoe's the villain and he's taking over the boat and it's terrible. I, it is rubbish. It honestly is just rubbish. Good thing Why I those remember it then. Mm. Dear me. Well, let's do some quick fire, sort of quick fire ones. Which actor do you would you punch in the face? <laughs> There's any actor in the world you could just punch in the face. Who would it be? Why? Just as a random one. <laughs> so because I know who's one. yours Steven Seagal Steven Seagal yeah I'd love to punch him in the face would you oh yeah, yeah. why because he's uh, if you've read about him if you've seen all the stuff that he's done he's such a prick <laughs> God, such an arsehole if it wasn't him it'd be James Corden but definitely Steven Seagal I actually don't know because I don't ever dislike any actors that strongly to want to punch them in the face I can't think of anyone that's I'll have to enough. come back. To, I'll look some actors up. There you go. And then you can um, go to the next question. Because I'll probably be able to answer it equally as quick fire. If you could remove any genre, what film, what genre would it be and why? Horror films. How come? Because I've never really been a fan. I can't really see the point. I've mm. never really been an enjoyment of horror films. It's just not really been I know a bit of me, really. It's all about that scare, that sort of... In fact, someone encapsulated it very well the other day. Someone said the other day at my work... Some people think that horror films should just be films that just make you jump. But making you jump doesn't make you scary. It just makes you jump. And they're just and most horror films now probably just make you jump, which isn't really the point of a horror film. And I just don't see the point of the whole genre because I don't really... I don't know, people do it just to be scared. But if you want to be scared, then go and sit in a pit with spiders or something. Um, exactly, then you'll be scared. So, but yeah, that, that's probably the one I'd get rid of. That would be mine. That's fair enough. Right, what is your go-to film? Oh, you didn't say yours. Oh, my one. So if I can remove any genre. Um, I would remove... This is a very broad one. I'd remove the stupid romantic Christmas drama. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, they're just so bad. Sorry, Mum, I know you love those films, but they're so terrible. I would remove that one. Good choice. I found a man I'd punch in the face. Who? Though mine is controversial because I've actually done it through scrolling male actors. <laughs> <laughs> because we're not Sean Connery, Aaron. We don't smack a woman. No, we don't smack a woman. So I wouldn't do it to a woman. But there's one man actor, but only for work after the year 2000. Okay. So post 2000, Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fair and fair. I bet if you met him, he'd be a bell end. Yeah, I reckon. So that, yeah. I reckon I'll punch him straight so, in the face. Bruce Willis, Steven Seagal, you're getting punches in the face whether you like it or not. There we go. So yeah, that was a quick go. scroll of male actors, but I know everything is made after about. Actually, I didn't mind. I'd probably say 2005 because he had Unbreakable in 2000. Yeah, Unbreakable yeah, was a good film. Bad. But then I also, even though it's controversial, I enjoyed the newer Die Hard. I think it was the fourth one. Yeah, the fourth one was okay. That's um, Die Hard 4.0. Not a good day to Die Hard. That one was terrible. But yeah, the was one awful. where his the one daughter's with, um, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's quite hot. Yeah. And then, um, and then you've got the bit with Woodlawn and then with the yeah. uh, sort of cyber attack. That, was one quite... wasn't, that one wasn't too bad. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't as good as the first one. see what year it was made? Because I can say 2007, oh, wasn't it? I would say 2007. Um, but let's see, shall we? Live it was free or die hard, that's it. Yeah, yeah. live free or die hard. I yeah. thought it was alright, that one. It's just because I love the first and third one so much that I would say, yeah, the fourth one was just okay-ish. 
Yeah, so that one. So, yeah, after post-2007, Bruce Willis would get my punch in the face. There you go. Sorry, See. going on to your next question. Oh, but I knew I'd find the answer. Well, what is your go-to film? Italian Job. Good choice. Very good choice. Love the Italian Job. And also, good news, it's not very long. So, um, it's why I enjoy it. Um, but you know what? There's another film that I wrote in my notes, which I really... In- it was actually loads. So, I'll tell you the films I've written down. So, Jason mm-hmm. said to me... Prepare for this episode by writing down films you know something about or like. And I'll read you the whole list because I figure I'll do them because they're all pretty much go-to. So I wrote The Italian Job, All James Bond, John Wick, Baby Driver, Inception, Need for Speed. Mm. Django, The Gentleman, and all Fast and Furious films of Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2. Nice. That was what I wrote. Because Need for Speed is a film about a game which sounds... Usually, films about games are usually terrible. So, like, if I think about Max Payne, that was an awful film with... Um, what's his name? Um, Mark Wahlberg. Um, Mark Wahlberg, as Max Payne wasn't very good. Had them make slow-motion bullet time. A shame, because the games were wicked. Yeah. Um, I recently watched the Uncharted film with um, oh, yeah. Tom Holland. That was quite good. Okay. Um, it was an easy watch. It wasn't the best film in the world. It was an easy watch. And it yeah. a weird end. But... Um, Yes, that was all right. But films about games generally usually aren't that good. But Need for Speed was very good. Nice. Because it was good, it was good um, racing. It's got Aaron Paul in it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It was good yeah. racing, and I love car ga- cars, obviously, so I love anything about cars. And the girls in it is tidy. There you go. Imogen Poots, maybe? Heard of the name, yeah. Uh, so anyway, she's quite tidy. But anyway, but the Need for Speed um, game film was one of mine I go to. And it's not very long, much like the Italian job. Nice. So, uh, yeah, they're my, go-to, my number one go-to film. That would be the Italian job. I've seen nice. it countless times. There you go. I can almost recite the words of it. <laughs> Mr. Think... Bridger, they've done it. They've done the job, sir. <laughs> it's got a picture of the Queen in it, sir. That's oh, it. yes, yes, kids. I'll be off with you, kids. Go <laughs> 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 um, see Camp Freddy. Oh, Camp... Uh, that, I'll tell that, you what. That's so un-PC. So we have a guy called Camp, Camp Freddy. Now, Camp Freddy, this job is big. Charlie, don't you... BRG, big. <laughs> you know what? I would have said the Italian job as well, but if I'm going to be different, which I will be, would you say the Italian job? Yeah, I love the Italian job. It's I didn't such like a good LA film. Heist no, 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 remake, remake. That was rubbish. That one wasn't rubbish, but they tried to say it, it was a remake, but it was. It was just okay. Like the Italian job is a film which I think is very hard to remake. It's a very quintessentially British film. It's got a brilliant car chases, brilliant action, brilliant gags. Oh, so good. So it, I would have said Italian job, but to be would different... You? Oh, yeah, I love that film. But if I'm going to be different, I would probably say Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, that is a good film. Or Hot Fuzz. That or Hot Fuzz, yeah. Because those two films are so watchable. They're so they good. They have such good payoffs, and they're so well-written. So well, They're so good. I love those films. Nasty way to go. No luck catching those killers then. He keeps saying I'm 55, but I'm 53. <laughs> I love the um, when he IDs all the people and he's like, what's your birthday? Then he's like, what year? Every year. And he goes <laughs> up to the kid and he's like, what's your birthday? He's like, ah! <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're so quotable. I oh, know they are. I would say, I do love the Italian job, but if I had to pick something else. For the great or good, Nicholas. Too. For the greater good, I <laughs> would pick one of them. If I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Hot Fuzz. But yeah. that's just in terms of watchability. <laughs> well, the next one. Do you know a film oh. none of us have mentioned, but hopefully it's going to come out, because I haven't written it down, but it's one of my other favourites. Mm. One of our favourites, but hopefully it'll come up in one of the other questions. If it doesn't, I'll mention it at the end. Carry on, apologies. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. So... I'll ask this one. I did write, I write down so much, and I was like, oh, just 
Um, who, if you could star in any film, like if you were to star in a film, what one would it be? Star like if you if you were in a film where you had to do all the stunts, all the acting, everything, what would you be in? FX, Fast Ten. Ah, right. Because yeah, then I could do that? it and just make it bring Fast and Furious away from all the ridiculous going to space, and I'd bring them back down to Earth and just do street racing, street racing and family. Yeah, that's and, exactly it. And Corona. They could make me because um, Paul Walker's um, sort of character had a baby before Paul Walker died, and they could make me like the baby, even though Paul Walker's white and I'm mixed race. And they could make me yeah. Paul Walker's child, and then I could come back onto the scene. and I'd make it a street racing film once again, where they go to race wars, and they have drag races, and then they have like mm. you know racing around the city and going LA. Like I would make it my I was starring a Fast and Furious film, FX Fast Ten. Um, and I would make it so that I was the main character. Very nice. I like that answer. Yeah, that's what I'll do. What about you? Ooh. You could be the next Blade Runner. You could be the next Replicant. Mm, see, that would be fun, but Blade Runner is just depressing. So oh. I wouldn't, I wouldn't <laughs> want to be in that. It's a great film. I love Blade Runner in 2049 as well. But it's so depressing. I wouldn't want to, If I was in it, it, I'd just be like, it's so depressing. So I would probably... You know what? Oh, isn't it? You know, I'm going to try and mention something we haven't mentioned before because I wasn't to say Beverly Hills Cop because that would be so much fun. That would be fun. That'd be brilliant. You just have a great time all the time. Um, Who would you make your um, love interest in it though? In Beverly Hills Cop, like in any film general? Yeah. I mean, the obvious one, Anna Diarmas. But you know, if I had to pick two, then Anna Diarmas, Lily James. You know, and if you want to throw in Scarlett Johansson as well. Oh, Rachel, obviously, I'd love Rachel to be in my <laughs> film. Yeah, you would be. Yeah, yeah it'd be so great. As much as I'd love Sophie to be in mine, but I'd also love Sophie and Natalie Portman. There you go. <laughs> exactly. You know, we Oh just... actually, I'll say who is an outside shout, the girl who is really funny, who plays Black Widow's sister. Oh, um Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's an outside shout. You know, if I had to be in any film, just like She's hilarious. Yeah, Kid be a shop. <laughs> oh, that's such a bolzer. <laughs> if I had to, can't be a shop. If I had to star in a film Let's see. So I'm starring in it. It's going to be all the stunts, etc. that I've got to do. Bear in mind, I don't like heights, but I'd so have to suck do, it That's up, why right? I chose Fast and Furious. Because I do all the driving hmm. stunts. I would probably pick... It would have to be something like... You know what? Speed will be fun. Yeah? High octane. It'll be a lot of, oh, this is going to be exciting. And like, shit, this is all going down. But it would be high octane and just, whoa, this is all happening. Yeah. If not that, then maybe the Matrix. That would be quite fun. Yeah. The Matrix going like into a new world and be like, whoa, what's going on? And then you get the scene where he just goes around and shoots people in the lobby, and it's all. Yeah, that's true. That would so cool. be good. So yeah, I, I bet I, a lot of people would choose that. I don't know what a lot of people would choose, but we'll ask you Joe's at the end Bond. of this one. I mean, I would have said Bond, but. <laughs> that's too obvious yeah exactly so yeah if I'm going for something other than James Bond that another question would be what Bond film would I be in but I'm not going to ask that one um, but I would go for that one yeah The Matrix let's go for that just to be an outside choice yeah oh, it's not cool. depressing and it's fun exactly it makes you think exactly I chose Fast and Furious that definitely oh I mean to be fair Fast and Furious would be fun yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah if I had to say room yeah. <laughs> so what film is your guilty pleasure what so, like, a film which probably isn't rated that well, it's not looked upon that greatly, but you really like. 
Need for Speed probably. <laughs> yeah, that's not, yeah. Because it really isn't rated very well. It's really rated terribly actually. Yeah, that's fair enough. But it's really good, <laughs> and I really like it. And I'd watch it again and again, and I really enjoy it. So um, yeah, probably that. Um, I mean, because some... all the other films I think that I've written down on my list are films that aren't rated badly. So um, I would probably say that. Or Baby Driver. I enjoy oh, Baby Driver. Baby but that was Driver. rated well. That's rated well though. But that's rated well. Driver. Probably I would say the Need for Speed. Yeah, that's um, a good shout. Because to be fair. that is rated rate, well. that is rated awfully. I would have said the gentleman, but the gentleman is rated very, very well. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> or any Fast and Furious film, which aren't rated very well. Yeah, they, the, the audience loves them, but the critics don't. No, because they just think they're just ridiculous. They're but they're very, films. but they're very good, and I enjoy <laughs> most of them. Though I watched the last one, it was a bit far fetched, but I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. I still watch far FX Fast Ten. <laughs> I think it's having two parts and they want to try and end the franchise. Yeah, though. thank God. What? You said that? I know. <laughs> what about you? Oh, <laughs> it's a really bad one. What's your one? It's your When I did this list, I wrote this because I know that's the one I know off the top of my head. <laughs> so, you know, they did the Shaft films yeah. back in the day. Shaft, Shaft in Africa. Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know what it is about that film. It's just, it's so much fun. Why does he go to Africa? It's <laughs> so. Is it because, without saying really racist, because he's black, they were like, let's send Pretty him to much, Africa. Yeah, so he basically, there, it's all about the slave trade from Africa going into France, and the beginning shows it happening. Hang on, why is he in France? No, this is like, it's in, like, the slave trade, they go from Africa to France. Oh, I see. That's where they bring them to. And the these people who are ambassadors in, I forgot what nation is sitting now, it's bad in me. And they basically Zamunda. hire Shaft, Zamunda basically, <laughs> they, they hire Shaft to go out there and act as a slave so he can infiltrate their organisation <laughs> and oh take them <laughs> It's so much fun. <laughs> it's so good. It's just, I'm going to have to watch I've never seen it. It's just so much fun. I love that film. And, and that's what I mean. It is a bad film. And I can openly admit, it's terrible. But it's so fun. <laughs> it's just, I, don't, I love it. I love Chef. It's like the bit where he just does the stick fighting. Stick, all oh, right. They have the stick fighting. And also, he um, he does an African accent at some points as well. Yeah. When he's in... And he's the worst. He's meant to be like... It's inspired by the Bond film. So it's meant to be like he's undercover. And he's like, he even says, well, I'm no James Bond. And it's like, he's out there and he's meant to be undercover. Yet everyone knows who he is. <laughs> <laughs> he's going like, Chowie. Me Chowie. And it's like, everyone knows who he is and tries to kill him. <laughs> so it's, but so yeah, it's yeah. I would recommend it, but no, I wouldn't recommend it. But that is my guilty pleasure. Is film. it very long? No, it's like it doesn't feel that long anyway. It must be like an hour and forty or something. Oh, like okay. maybe I'll have less. to watch it then. It's That's more funny. Yeah. You know, a film I haven't men- we haven't mentioned. I'm going to give it a mention now while we're having a pause because they're so good, and I know you enjoy them. Hmm. Dirty Harry. Oh yeah. Magnum Force and the Enforcer. Magnum Force is one which I don't think was rated great. It wasn't a bad film. But it wasn't really great. So yeah, that would be like a guilty pleasure. Because they're so good. Because they are good, yeah. Everyone good. everyone prefers Dirty Harry. Everyone yeah, says they Dirty. Do. But Magnum Force Magnum is, Force is really, really good. good. Is that the one with the cops who are killing people? Yeah, yeah David Soul's so. in it. David Soul, yeah, yeah, I do know the one. Yeah, the motorcycle cops who are killing people. Yeah, that's it. That's the one that. where he's like, excuse me, Captain, can you fly? <laughs> nope, never had a lesson. That's it, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's it. Yeah, nope. And we, hang on, and the, and the Enforcer, what's that one about? I can't remember now. Um, I've seen it, and he's a bit older in it. I feel like, oh, 
This is the, it gets murky after Magnum Force. <laughs> I know I know parts of it, but I just don't remember the plots. There's the one where he gets a female partner. He's like a woman, and then it turns out they're on Alcatraz yeah, the at the end. That's the, and he gets a, they end up at Alcatraz at the end against these people that have taken. That's it. Because he gets the woman who looks a bit like a man, but she's a woman. And he's she like, was a in woman. Um, oh, there's a TV. Show. Come on, rookie. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, they get murky after the Magnum Force, but they're still for their great. <laughs> Hang on, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Is there more after the? Oh, there's Enforcer? loads. You mean I feel like it's um, sudden death is the one. Or a sudden impact. Sudden impact, and you have got the Deadpool. Not oh my Deadpool, god! Where it's one of them where he says, "Go ahead, make my day." Isn't that in sudden impact? Yeah, where he's in the um, <laughs> coffee. Ahead. He's in the coffee place, and he make just says, "Make my to that. day." Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Well, he's in um, Dirty Harry, where he goes, um, "Hey man." I got to know. That's it. And he's like, shoots. He's like, son of a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to shoot him. That's it. Well, I think we should move. Let's go through another one. So here's a maybe an easy one, which you won't expect my answer to be what one you think. What film makes you belly laugh or laugh consistently throughout? This is the one I wrote down. Yeah. Ted. There you go. <laughs> I, thought, you know what? I did think Aaron's going to say Ted. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> because the film I would have starred in, because I would have starred in Ted 1 with Mila Kunis. Mm. Um, but yeah, Ted, because I just barely laughed through most of that film. And I think even when I get to 60, I'll... Sorry, Mum and Dad, because you just turned 60. But, um, <laughs> but even when I get to 60, I will still laugh through that film the whole way. I barely laugh through it, because it's just so funny. I do have to admit, it is hilarious. <laughs> it is so funny. Trevor... <laughs> Sorry for the crudeness for the family. Apologies. When he goes, what the fuck? And he goes, what? He goes, what is all this porn? Oh, yeah, that's the second one. <laughs> Just for dicks, dicks. That's yeah. the same. Clockwise been talking. Clockwise been talking. I know I got a problem, all right? <laughs> so funny. We're going to have to bury this in the ocean. They're buried in the harbour. <laughs> Sofa's talked me into this, by the way. Mm. On another note, um, unrelated to film, Sofa and I are desperate to go on holiday. And um, Sofa has said today that we can go to Boston. Oh, there you go. So that we can go to Harbour. <laughs> go to Harbour. And then Aaron's itchy just going to do accents all the way. Yeah. Hey, hey, man. How's it going? Hey, man. I'm going to do it every time. The whole time we go, I'm going to do it. Unbeknown to Sofa. We're getting buried in the Harbour. <laughs> Because they'd smash up the laptop, didn't they? they go, right, we're going to oh, bury yeah. it in the harbour. <laughs> I do think... Te- I, they're doing a TV series of it now. But um, I loved the first. the first one. I think The second one was good. But the first one is, to be fair, very yeah. nothing funny. Oh, my God. My one isn't Ted, though. My one is Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. I absolutely love that film. And I hope they don't make another one. Because it is so funny that it stands up on its own. It is good. Oh, Dodgeball is good. But I did almost, though... Because I haven't watched Dodgeball for a long time, mm. I contemplated if it would have been in my films that I used to enjoy, but I don't enjoy as much Fair now. Enough. See, but, we watched it not long ago, but and I, I still it found it. Yeah, I still found it hilarious. I found it funnier actually. Dodgeball. It's the bit. It's the. Um, there's so Ben Stiller is just he's probably one of my favourite comedy characters in that film. He's very it's the bit where he um, goes round to the Kate's house and he's like very. That's actually his wife in real life. Yeah. And um, he goes around her house with his tight white suit on and she slaps him and he's like, it's over between us, Kate. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> he just he clicks his fingers and the guy just turns up on a moped. <laughs> or when he's like, sir, she, like, Kate, she's here to see you and he just starts pumping up his thing and he's like, ah, Kate, I was just there reading. And he's like got the dictionary the other way around. <laughs> oh, yes. 
That's a bit like... He's I, like, I think we should meet. What? Date! <laughs> That's a bit like, home on Anchorman with Corning Stone. 1001! 1002! He's going to put Corning Stone on! That's He's going to put Corning Stone on! <laughs> <laughs> burn! Deep burn! <laughs> so funny. But Dodgeball, I do find, is a film which I can watch constantly and just belly laugh. I do agree with Ted, but Dodgeball for me is just another so film funny. Uh, that was on an earlier question of what would you laugh at, but I'm sure it's still funny now. Step Brothers. Yeah, Step Brothers is funny. That yeah, is yeah. Still that's funny. still very. Yeah. It's the bit in the car when they're doing Sweet Child of Mine. It's proper like orchestrating this family. Yeah. Like you're like coming now. <laughs> John C. Riley, <laughs> Will Ferrell. <laughs> well, let's bring it back briefly to James Bond. This is a two-answer one. What is the most overrated and underrated Bond film? Overrated and underrated. Overrated is probably the same one you would say is overrated, I reckon, mm-hmm. which is Spectre. Okay. It's good. It's overrated, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but then, I don't know, because there's a couple of the older ones that are massively hyped that I don't know if they're as good as they say. Um, underrated. Hmm... God, <laughs> you know, I would. There's a couple. There's yeah. a, because I would say all the films from Octopussy to License to Kill. Yeah. I'd say all the most of the eighties ones because For Your Eyes Only was rated quite well. But I'd say Octopussy, A View to a Kill, Living Daylight's not so much because that was rated quite well. But Octopussy, View to a Kill, and License to Kill, I'd say they're all quite underrated. Yeah, that's a good um, shout. Also overrated. I don't know. Controversial. I don't know if I think Goldfinger's a bit overrated. People talk about that's the best Bond film ever made. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't think it is. Fair um, enough. My opinion. But mm, I don't know. It'd be a mixture of Goldfinger and Spectre. Fair I enough. Think it, I don't know. It'll be one of them too. See, if not both. See, my one, straight away Goldfinger overrated. Yeah. It is good, but if you notice throughout, and they do explain that they didn't have time to edit it, in the middle of the film when it gets Kentucky, yeah. it gets really slow. Yeah. And even it though does. it's not... It's not a long Bond film, but it gets really it slow and it just drags and it sort of just takes the excitement out of it. It is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a great film, but it just the, drags. The fight the at the end with, oh, oh, yeah. That's, that that seemed quite static. It like, did. It should have been more Nothing exciting. Nothing really happened. Yeah, it was just like he punches him and Oddjob just stands there smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Oddjob, shout out for Rachel. She loves Oddjob. He is so funny. Whenever you mention Bond, she rolls her eyes, but you mention Oddjob and she's like, <gasps> Oddjob. <laughs> <laughs> Austin but, Powers was another film that makes me random task. Show what you do. But I mean, Gold Member is a film that only... makes me belly laugh mm. as well because that film is so funny with <laughs> him in the prison doing hard oh, yeah. life, and then the um, song with Gold Member, oh, and yeah. then anything with Gold Member in it, <laughs> and then that it's just so Sophie. It's funny because without sounding like a sexist, women seem to hate Austin Powers, but men seem to love it. See, I don't, yeah, like Sophie really cannot see that it's funny at all. She doesn't. She thinks I'm stupid. But Rachel just, loves him. But Sophie doesn't like. Don't think she really likes them. But I think they're hilarious. She thinks I'm on drugs. She's like, you must be joking. Like, it's not that funny. I was like, but it is. It's just so funny. <laughs> but yeah, but they're another one that made Betty laugh. Forgot about that. I think if I'm talking, if I'm going to name another overrated Bond film, I probably have to be controversial. Once again, another one I like, really like, but in recent years it's gone down slightly in rankings. I think it's slightly overrated. Goldeneye. That's, that used to be your favourite. It used to be, but I think in recent years I still love it. But I think that 
it is very, very overrated in terms of how people say it's the best film in the franchise. And it is great. And if people ever came to me and asked me who didn't watch Bond and said, if I wanted to start watching Bond, what Bond film would you start watching first? That would be one of the choices I would say to start watch, like the first Bond film to watch. But and I think that I think that it's overrated in the sense of everyone talks about it as one of the best films ever and I think it's not that great. It's really good, but it's not like perfect. Casino Royale, in my opinion, is perfect. That but is very Goldeneye, good. not quite. Whereas everyone talks about it like it is, and I think it's not mm. quite there. If I'm going underrated, straight away, View to a Kill. Yeah, definitely. View to a Kill is so good. And I see so And the many song's good, the film it. is good. Yeah. That was another one because I picked out, you know, I was saying I watched one this day. Thunderball came out, yeah. and View to a Kill came yeah. out. I love that film. The only bad part of that film, really, is when they put the Beach Boys on. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. But apart from that, Roger Moore is really good in it. The villain is brilliant. One of the best villains in the series. And Tibbet. Tibbet. So Godfrey. So Godfrey. He's such a great ally. He is. <laughs> so sorry, Sam. <laughs> and obviously you've got Grace Jones. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. That and the girl and it's good. Oh, Tanya Roberts. Yeah, she's yeah. proper. But I would say, yeah, that one. Definitely that's a good. That's sure. a very good film. You two are kill. And if you want me to name another one, Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah, that's true. I love I Diamonds I think Diamonds Are Forever... I don't like. I, it's not one of my favourite Bond films, but I think, I think it's, it's got one Vegas. of the best soundtracks, and it's got. It's actually got some of the best jokes in my opinion. And it's in Vegas. Yeah, so it's really good. And Sean Connery, I think, is really fun in it. Like I think in You Only Live Twice, he seems a bit. He wasn't enjoying it as much if you yeah. watch it. But in um, Diamonds Are Forever, he looks like he's having a good time. So I really enjoy that one. That is true. It was. Um, yeah, that's that's mm. good ones. It's funny, we both chose View to a Kill. Yeah, because it's just under... I don't know why people don't like it. I was just it. saying about Octopussy. Like, yeah. It's not really much said about it, and that'll keep him in curry for a while. Oh, God, that line. <laughs> <laughs> but it's... Uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Octopussy, and I enjoyed View to a Kill. And License mm. to Kill was a film I didn't really think much of. And then when I watched it, a few, the more I watched License to Kill, I think this is actually quite a good Bond film. Miami go. Vice era. It is, said. yeah. It's Miami Vice Bond. But I love it. That's sort of that Bond. But I still quite enjoyed it. He disagreed with something in the 80s. There you go. Right, let's do a couple more. Only a few more. Three more, let's do. Um, best car chasing film. Oh, my God. I mean, this is the only bit I watch films for. I could <laughs> yeah. be here. I could literally be here all afternoon. Well, let's try and, try and pick out two favourites. Well, obviously, The Italian Job's my favourite film of all time. Yeah. So, obviously, The Italian Job. And then, um, favourite car chase of all time. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. There's so many. Because there's Bullet, which is brilliant, because of the noise. I'll say now, Bullet's my favourite. Yeah, Bullet. Because of how it's shot. The noise, how it's shot. There's no speaking. It's really good. Really great scene. If you'd have have spoken, you wouldn't have heard it. One of my favourite things about it, it's underrated, is that when Steve McQueen McQueen actually um, puts too much into one of the corners and he actually loses control. Yeah, he does. And then it films the bit where he actually has to just go, oh shit, I've got to reverse and get back into the chase. And they just went, no, just go with it. Yeah. So I sort of love that about it, but also just the the sense of the music goes, it's got all the tension. Oh, the noise of the cars. And then all of a sudden, you just get the noise of the cars, which is, you don't need music, you just got the noise of the cars. No, you don't need, when you've got a V8 like, that on yeah. song you don't need anything else so that's why mine put it it's so yeah, difficult because there's so many there's bullet there's the italian job you know one that's very underrated 
is the car chase. I said it to you recently at the beginning of Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I agree. The car chase yeah. with the DBS being chased by an Alpha and the noise. They did the same there. There is a bit of talk because there's some talk from the police, but there's no talk in it apart from just the noise of the V12 singing. And at the end, it just goes, time to get out. Yeah. And, and the beginning bit where it sort of fades in from the credits. Blah, 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 blah. Start, and you hear that. God, yeah, that good. is really good. That is really good. It gets yeah. the hair standing up on my yeah. arm. Look, they're genuinely, look, my hair's oh, standing up thinking oh, about hair's it. hair's standing up. And well, then, great hairs. Yeah, exactly. But then also, <laughs> there's also car chases in Fast and Furious that are good. And then there's also, oh, there's just so many. Like, I can't choose one. Apart from I'd have to choose the Italian job. There we go. Because it's, it's the ultimate car chase. Yeah. And the ultimate... I do agree. The car chase after the highest, fantastic. The reason I've gone for Bullet is because the use of the sound. Yeah, but, the noise is epic. But, yeah, I do agree. The Italian job's... Then you've got life. Vanishing Point with the Chevrolet Camaro in the desert. I mean, there's just so many. There's there's so many cars. Then there's Ronin in the streets of yeah. France. On its, oh, my you've God. You've got Jason Bourne as well. Bourne yeah, identity. yeah, with, yeah. Oh, oh my, honestly, you could do a whole... Maybe we'll do an episode about <coughs> car chases because there's so many and yeah. it's the only bit of the film I enjoy. Then there's Tomorrow Never Dies. I've just go. watched with the car chasing the car. Oh, there's so many. I told many. you, too many, film, too many car then chases. Then there's the Al Alfa Romeo chase not to <laughs> pussy. It's just, oh, we could be here all day. Well... Anyway. I digress. That's all right. Well, we'll do two more Die questions. Die another day on the ice. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't remind me of that stupid fit. Oh, no, no. But it's so good on ice, the chase. God, Jesus. Right, let's just... I'm going to pick a Love Die another day. Guess all right, let's go for this one. Similar to one I've done already, if you could do a sequel to any film, what would it be? A sequel? And, okay, I'm going to say this now because I know it would be your go-to. Because we mentioned it a lot, can't be the Italian job. No, that's fine. It won't be the Italian job. Um, because they already had one, they ruined it. Um, so, I don't know, because I would think of a film where there hasn't been a sequel, where you would do one, do a follow-up. Um, and I I think... Hmm, it's a good one. Um, there's so many. You say yours, and I'll see if I can gleam some inspiration. I'm going to... I'll let the audience wait, because my next question links into my answer. Does it? It does, yes. Oh, wah 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 wah. Ooh, ba, ba. You know what I would do, actually? <laughs> because I can't think of many, because I wouldn't do a follow up to any of the films I've written down, because I think I would just ruin them. Mm. Um, but I think I would do. Do you remember the films, right? There were football ones called Goal. Yeah. I would do a follow up, but not a follow up. I'll just do my own version. Yeah. And it'll be like, um, and it'll be just a sequel, but not focusing on that character. It'll yeah, be, it. it'll be in that world, but it'll be focused on someone else. Yes, it would. Or a sequel to Bend It Like Beckham. Mm, good shout. Because that, that would also film. be a good film, and you could probably do it quite well nowadays. Because you could probably have, um, you could make it very me too. Very me too. <laughs> <laughs> you could though, couldn't you? You could make it very, you know. I mean, you could. I mean, women's football has grown so much from when that film was made that you could make a big impact if you remake. You're not remake, oh, but made a sequel to it. I could have Viv Miedemar in it. I could yeah, have Sam Coe in it. Beth Mead. You could have Chloe Paris is the name. What Nikita the... Paris. Nikki... No, no, no. You Chloe could... Kelly. Chloe Kelly. That's what I mean. Sorry, Chloe. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so so um, you could, you know, you could have loads of people in there, you know, and you could make it really big, and it would really, it would actually put women's football even more on the map I think I could make quite a good sequel of it yeah that's a good shout yeah that's yeah, probably what I'll do Bend It Like Beckham mm. that would be my choice I mean if I, I if I had to answer it now then a one I would love to do I'd love to see a third do you remember Escape from New York yeah they did Escape from LA I'd love to have seen a third one yeah but apart from that I will give my answer on the next question which to end the questions in this episode what is your favourite film <laughs> well I've mentioned it 
A few times. There you go, the Italian job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what, not, though, a film I haven't mentioned with another great car chase, which we haven't talked about, is Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. And that's probably a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah, because, because it, yeah. it wasn't rated very well. But it's a brilliant film. In fact, it's one of my favourite films. There you go. I haven't written it down, but it's one of my favourite films, Gone in 60 Seconds. Even though it's kind of terrible, but kind of good at the same time. Yeah, but I think films is based on what you enjoy. Like You exactly. love cars and car chases in films. I and do. this film is very much about cars. That's all it's about. Yeah, so really, it's like me enjoying Shaft in Africa. Not everyone's going to love that film. No one's going to love that film. I would love but that film. Yeah, Shaft. you would, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's an enjoyable film. And yeah. it's like, it's what you enjoy, isn't it? That's the beauty of film. It's what oh, you definitely. enjoy. Yes, and I enjoy car chases and cars. We could do a whole episode where I would just talk about car chases. Maybe we'll do the next one about it. Because I've just got so many. If I did a car chase thing, I could think of so many car chases in films. Even Cars, the animated film, yeah. has a car chase. Even Toy Story has a car chase. <laughs> it does, yeah. Like, you know, with RC. When he blows out a battery <laughs> and then he uses a rocket. It is, uh, there's so many films with good car chases. But Gone in Seconds, again, but the problem with Gone in Seconds is they tried to copy Bullet by doing a Mustang. Yeah. But then they spoke. Yeah. So that kind of ruined it. Because then you have Nicolas Cage, who is someone I'd contemplate punching in the face. But um, <laughs> but he talks during it, which ruins it. Whereas he could just not talk during it and just have the noise of the Mustang, mm. the GC500 Mustang, which is a phenomenal vehicle. Um, yeah, if you've got it to 60 seconds or the Italian job, mm. they're one of my favourite films. Yeah, I'd say I would have expected that in a good way. Yeah, yeah. very good choice. Honourable mention for Gone in 60 seconds there. There you go. Um What's yours then? Well, my favourite film, you probably would have guessed it, is The Thing. It is The Thing? Yeah. I already know I that. I'm not going to talk about it too much, but it's basically a sci-fi horror film, 1982, about a group of researchers and a couple of security guards, helicopter pilot, in an Antarctica research station. And there is a shape-shifting alien which infiltrates their camp and begins to assimilate them one by one. And bit by bit, because they assimilate them and become them, so they look human, they talk human, yeah. no one knows who is human anymore. And basically, violence ensues. But I really enjoy that film. I've loved it for years now. But I would make a sequel to it because as much as I sort of love the ambiguous ending... I just want to know what happened. I want to know who, who is the thing. Who is not the thing. I mean, I have my own ideas. But it leaves it on such an ambiguous note. I don't want to talk about it too much. But the ending of the thing is probably one of the most... It's the biggest cliffhanger in film. And mm. it's never resolved. Because they never made a sequel. And the director, some of the cast, they give their theories as to what they think. Um, I'm going to give a 30 second bit here. If you don't want to be spoiled by the thing, then skip to 30 seconds. Um, so McCready and Childs at the end, they have survived, but we don't know if any of them is infected. And it ends with them two just sharing a drink and it just fades into black. I personally think that they're both not infected and that they killed each other because it fits the film, the themes of the film. But anything could have happened. It's a poignant film, that, because uh, when I think of The Thing, it reminds me of when you and I went to Austin. Yeah, and it was we on. went to that bar and it was on, and we said, oh, I might as well stay and watch this. And, went, yeah. All right. and, and I we said to you, it's really good. Come on, we got to watch this. Well, now, I had seen did. it before, but it was, you know, it was really, when I think of that film, I think of that moment, which mm. was a really poignant moment. It was a lovely moment for us. And we had a nice holiday and we were watching it. I know most people wouldn't have chosen to go on holiday and then watch The Thing. But it was because we, we were just in a bar. Because yeah. we were like, oh, we just turned up at this bar. And we are like, oh, well, we might as well get something to eat. And it was on. And we had a drink. I was like, oh, let's watch this. We might as well stay here. Like, we're in a bar. We've got a drink. We might as well watch this film. And there weren't that many people in there. So we could hear every bit. Yeah. And it was a decent sized screen. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that was a good memory. Yeah. But I think I had yeah. a hot dog. I think so did you. You did, yeah. I don't remember why I had. But I remember having a few drinks. I know I had a hot dog. 
Um, yeah, but that was that was good. It's a really poignant moment. That's why I, I actually like that film because it always reminds me of you. Not because I know yeah. it's your favourite film, Aww. but also because it reminds us of that moment and it was a really nice moment for us together. Hmm. I agree, which makes it even I'll more. Never, a you, know, I'll, film. you know, I will never forget. No matter how old I am, or how much not that we ever do, but if we ever argue or disagree or like don't speak to each other or whatever, like even if we had a moment when we get to I don't know, say in thirty years time we said you hate me, you're never gonna to speak to me ever again. I will never ever forget that moment. Yeah. Ever. It's one of my most favourite moments of us as a, a couple, for want of a better phrase. Yeah. Um yeah. I'll never forget it. Aww. I won't as well. As you say, like it's one of those things where you watch you're watching a good film, you're just in a it's something you just don't really expect. So I agree. Yeah. We've done many things. We've been on quite a few holidays. We've been lucky enough to be on together. Um, but yeah, I'll never forget that moment in yeah. that bar in Austin. I could probably go there tomorrow and I'd go, it was in there and it was on that screen and Jason mm. and I sat at this table. I remember it was the other end of the high street. It was. The high street, yeah. I was at the 6th street. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget it. Yeah. Nice. What a nice moment to end. I think that was a night moment, nice moment to end that. And there goes our film well, question. If anyone didn't listen to the end, they missed the poignant moment. Yeah. <laughs> so come on. <laughs> Well, I said 30 seconds, so if you skip that 30 seconds, you would have listened to a lovely moment, folks. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, all in all, go watch The Italian Job and go watch Shaft in Africa. And The Thing. <coughs> and The Thing, obviously. Yeah, they're, they're the takeaways in the episode. Yeah. Oh, and watch Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, and Ted. Just watch all the oh, films. Oh, and Need for Speed. Just yeah, watch just, every film. Yeah, just watch every film we've mentioned. <laughs> because they're all like the kind... If you watch them, then you'll know mm. a bit of an insight into the kind of people we are for those films. Oh, exactly. I mean, Rachel's favourite film is... Well, one of them is 13 going on 30. Is so it? you don't have to listen to her films. I mean, Jesus, that film is lovely, Rach. Love it. So, to be fair, Sophie's is Mrs. Doubtfire, and that's a very good film. So, that's um, true. And that is very good, so that's worth it. But the other one's a parent trap. Probably you can give that one a skip. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. But um, but I would but then I would watch Mrs. Doubtfire because that's very good. And also her other favourite is Up, so you can definitely oh, watch that. that cause that's a great film. There we go. Well, I think that is a lovely moment to end this podcast and to say that I will be passing the baton to Aaron for next week's episode. Yes, car traces days. There we go. So, <laughs> if we don't come at you with car chases, then it's going to be something else. But either way, you're going to be hearing about car chases very soon. I'm sure you will be. Because I could do a whole episode on that now that Jason's um, poked a bear about it. There you go, see? Exactly. Easy. But yeah, so, thank you so much for listening. Yeah, I think all there is to say is you can follow us on our social media on Instagram, raisingthebar.podcast. Uh, we'll be putting more content on there, and we will be putting a poll on there, seeing answering a couple of questions from What's our questions tonight. Who? Is he putting a poll on there? What, a poll? Yeah. It's not Lewandowski, oh, is it? Jesus. I was waiting to see where that went. <laughs> it went somewhere, guys. Jesus it Christ. Went, guy, I went there, I'm afraid. This guy, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but as always, great to have you listening. And thank you very much for tuning in to another one of our episodes. Really appreciate it. Yep, you guys be good. Have a great week. Stay classy, guys. You be good. <laughs>